0: Hello and welcome to the Pathfinder podcast. This is episode 14, I believe, and this is going to be the final episode of series one. You're listening to me, Sam, talk to my dad, Gary, about his thoughts, advice, um, lessons, everything he's learnt, um, developing himself from a not-so-successful person to a really quite successful person and achieving a lot of his dreams and goals um, that he set out to. And today, we're going to talk about property, I think it's something that's really interesting and is actually quite a big part of your story really isn't it dad
1: yeah yeah definitely um it's probably worth starting there actually of, of how i got into it that's um probably yeah. the right place to start so it all starts with reading a book and you know the great the great <laughs> saying the books you don't read can't help you and i read i yes. read a book on uh i think the title was quite interesting it was something like um uh when you Everybody in in the world who's made money invests in property. So that got my attention. Um, So, you know, good title of a book and I read it and it it was quite, um, it was at the same time as I got a first job in Ipswich. It took me ages to get the job. Anyway, I got it and I ended up in Ipswich and I was earning seven grand working in Maiden Hall Sports Centre. And I remember I was renting and I was thinking, God, over half of my money is going in rent, which... Didn't feel good. Simultaneously, I read this book about property and I thought I've got to change something here. This isn't good. I'm wasting money. I'm chucking money away, renting, and I'm not creating any wealth. So, and I wasn't earning much. So I walked into, I can remember the uh, state agency in Ipswich, uh, big yellow branding. I can't remember. It might have been Carter's or something like that. And I walked in, not knowing much, if I'm honest. And I walked in, I said to this guy, I said, look, I don't know a lot, but uh, I'd like to uh, buy a property. And he asked me a lot of questions, and one of them was how much you were, and I said seven thousand two hundred a year. And then he sort of paused, and it was, a, and he started to laugh, um, and I was really embarrassed. And, and he basically said, "Look, you don't earn enough to buy a property." Um, Sorry, mate. Uh, and he was slightly condescending. So I went with the tail between my legs out, thinking mm,
0: that is not not, I'm not nice. <laughs> I'm
1: not. I'm not liking this. Um, not liking it at all so anyway i read a bit more in my book and thought about it uh, and i'm not one to give up uh, i looked at the property prices in the window and thought because he gave me the the numbers and how it worked which was useful mm-hmm. that was the very most useful thing he did for me was tell me what i needed to do and what mortgages needed at the time so i thought mm, can't do this yeah i'm bloody miles away i can't get any close to this so then I thought, well, actually, what happens if i got somebody to come in with me? Because I was about 50% short, <laughs> which is a long, long, a long It's a long quite word. long. And I, so I thought, wow, what happens if i got somebody to come in with me who had the similar salary to me, then we could make it. So anyway, this is about a week later, I walked back into the estate agent, same lad, and said, right. And clearly he was a bit of a, n- a naysayer and a bit of a negative guy, because I said, well, look, I've gone away and thought about it. What happens if I had a mate do the same? And he went. He sort of went, "Yeah, but," and then he gave me all the reasons why I shouldn't go in with somebody else. So, oh yeah, like all the risk things, yeah, might, yeah, all the risking. And it's like, I didn't hear that. All I heard was, "Yes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I'm in." That's
1: <laughs> yeah, it. It stopped. It stopped at that point for me. And I, I had a big beam on my face and thought, right, okay. So then I was. I asked him where the best place is in Ipswich, and it was East Ipswich, which was better than West. And da-da-da-da. And so I focused on a property, uh, tr- trying to find one, which would have been, so then my next plan was, okay, it's a bit tight even with two of us. So one, I've got to find somebody to go in with. And then I thought, well, I need a three-bedder. So I can go in one bed, John can go in another. Uh, it wasn't John at the time, but somebody else, my my business partner can go in with another, and we'll rent the other one out. So here we are. John I actually got who I went to college with who was working in Colchester at the time I said do you fancy this and I told him the story anyway long and short of it that's exactly what we did the, the downside was we couldn't quite afford a three bedder mm. so we ended up with with it was a three bedder but the, my bedroom which was the smallest went through John's so it was what? two, two so you had to go through uh, John's bedroom to get to a little cubby hole at the back which just about fitted a bed in um and that was mine john's was the next room which was a full-size bedroom and then one on its own was the one we rented out Is that
0: the nicest one
1: <laughs> yeah that was the nicest one the kitchen was downstairs and the toilet was downstairs behind the kitchen so it wasn't great but it was a terraced house and i think at the time it was twenty twenty-eight thousand five hundred. anyway that's the story that got me going but the, the, the fundamental learning was we managed to get the mortgage between us and then we rented out the property, which covered our mortgage payments. Yes. So here I did, I went from paying, I can't remember the exact numbers, but let's say I earned, let's use, an uh, it wouldn't have been a thousand, what it, let's say I earned 500 pounds a month, mm-hmm. and 300 is going on rent, which is a lot. So over half, I move into this property, and nothing's going on rent. So this person who's renting our room is paying all my mortgage, plus actually and John's so we were we were living for nothing and a little bit extra uh, to pay you know uh, the poll tax or whatever it was or, or the bills um so we we're living for free and you owned the house and we owned the house interestingly within a very short period of time as well it went from 28,000 I think it was 28,500 it was within about two years maybe three it was worth 68 wow Oh, oh my God. And we'd done nothing. We just lived there, rented it out. So I'm now living for free. Not only that, I've, I've made 30,000. Well, 15. Yeah. John 15, me 15. So if we sold it there and then, how else would a guy with no money and you know not a spectacular job create 15,000 pounds of wealth? Or 30 if you owned it all. So I really got into that. Yeah,
0: that's exciting. And suddenly
1: thought, hmm, that is exciting. And so... Um that's how I got into property and I managed to develop. We ended up with a, a portfolio in, in big times of 30-odd uh, uh, because I, I understood the dynamic. If I'm sharing this information with other people, what, what's the sharing? The sharing is, uh, number one, you can do that strategy today. Yeah. Uh, because you've done it. I have, yeah. You've done exactly the same and mm-hmm. it's worked very similar, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it still works today so when people say oh people can't afford it they can they just have to find a way going in with somebody else is very useful Mm -hmm. and not only that today the government will give you a grant Mm -hmm. uh, which is really helpful to get you on the mortgage ladder because they want you on the mortgage ladder so you can do all of those things today which is really good um and what's the sort of other learning um property is a good investment Property is a good investment. Why? I don't see for the, for the average person how you can make such great capital sums unless you're running a business. So if you've got an employment, um, it's very hard to make big capital sums unless you get massive bonuses. Mm, because you're, you're at
0: a ceiling, aren't you, of where you You are, and paid. you
1: generally spend up to that money. So whatever you earn a month, you spend up to it so you don't save enough. Uh, capital is hard to come by and it's a way of um, of making big capital sums for not doing anything, actually. That's the bizarre thing. I kept, that was called 58 Back Hamlet in Ipswich, East Ipswich, not too far from the docks. And I kept that even when I was in uh, the West Country. And I bought another one up the road as well, which is quite good. Uh, so I bought two, and I, I let them out. And interestingly, we weren't allowed to do buy to let then; you we only allowed one mortgage. So I had to put it in uh, Claire's name, and she's now my wife, but she wasn't at the time, my girlfriend's name. <laughs> and then we, and then we went over to the West Country, and I kept them going. And it was quite painful at times because occasionally you get someone to trash it, so I had to go back for like a week, take a week off work, and paint and decorate it all, and clear the garden and get it ready for the next tenant. And
0: yeah, that's like what I was going to say. What so it all sounds great? What are the what are the downsides? What are the negatives?
1: You do get bad tenants, let's be honest. You know, I'd say out of 10, you'll get one or two that are bad. Mm-hmm. The rest are great. People are generally, I I'd, I'd trust people. And you. And I wouldn't say it's also, uh, I've had solicitors trash it. And I've had people who are on pretty, you know, work at Tesco's not trash it. So it yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter their what status, their
0: job is. Yeah.
1: What their job is. Uh, it's just who they are, and you can interview them, and you think they're great, and they're not, and vice versa. So, you know, it's a bit, little bit. You know, you can get agents. I, if if you're going to do it as an investment, I wouldn't. I'd use an agent to find the property. I wouldn't get an agent to run it.
0: Yeah.
1: Agents can't run it because it would have been easy for me to be in Wellington uh, in Somerset and get an agent to run it on my behalf. I didn't because I got them to find the tenants, uh, and then I managed it myself. Because mm. all they do is ring you up anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) So they charge you 10% or 15% of the revenue. And if there's a problem, they just ring you anyway. (laughs)
0: Yeah, because you've got to sort it.
1: You've got to sort it or they'll sort it. But what they'll do, they'll get their pet plumber or electrician and charge you double and they take a cut out of it. Mm -hmm. Whether they do it directly or around the back, it doesn't really matter. So the whole thing, and they're really poor. They don't care about your property. So uh, my experience, and this is uh, through many years now, is... Agents are good at finding new tenants and they can put a good contract together and do references and all that sort of stuff. But after that, run it yourself. Yeah. And I, I'm, I've talked to a lot of people about that and some people have taken my advice and some haven't. And the ones that haven't uh, regret it massively because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they just don't care. They don't care about your property and they just charge you through the roof. If you look at the UK, why is it a good investment is the question.
0: Yeah property surely sometimes goes down in value.
1: It does. It, it Like all investments, it goes up and down. Uh, and the key is not to have to sell it when it's down. And don't mm-hmm. even think about it, because it will come back. Property is like a snakes and ladders. It goes up and it goes down. But actually, over time, it goes up. And I can give, so if we looked at where we live now, which is the Midlands in Yoxall, there's a property we bought. In fact, out of, I've only ever lived in four properties. Um, and we kept three of them and so every time I've moved I've tried to keep it find, find a way of getting a mortgage or putting it in a property company or whatever it is um, and we've kept three of them out of the four. so you know that's an interesting strategy that you're now following uh, yeah. that, that definitely does work um, so why Given the example of Yoxall, so this property was a four-bed detached, and this is where you sort of start to understand the difference between different types of property. So, and I'll come on to that in a minute. But let's just use that. So we bought it for 108,000, and still got it today, and we've rented it out for uh, let's just get 2014 years, and it's now worth. Pushing 400,000. So, it's you know, crazy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a big growth. How how do you create 300,000 worth of wealth? Well, that's it. That's the story in 14, 15 years. Um, so, why does it go up? Well, if you invest in property, and this is why a lot of people who in the past have, and still works for today, make money, but they put some in property. It's because it's safe. So, if you invest in stocks and shares, you don't see it, you don't quite know what's doing businesses can ebb and flow like property but you don't really know with property you can see it and touch it and in the, certainly in the uk uh it's a uh a shrinking asset so you don't create more land there is no more land mm-hmm. is there a demand with the population people wanting to live in the uk definitely there is and we've got a reduced asset so that just pushes the price up now if if you go to america in there in there where there's lots of land australia out of sydney in the outback, then land's a lot cheaper. Not many people want to live there.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but in the UK, there's not many pockets of land left, so it's a scarce resource. So that's number one, is is demand. The market ebbs and flows, it's irrespective of the truth. It's a bit like stock markets. So stock markets will go down because there's a world crisis in China. Well, what's that got to do with a UK company, actually? the UK company still works really well as long as it doesn't rely on products from China, but actually the whole market's come down. So that comes down. So it's irrelevant really. And it's the same with property. There'll be a reason why in there's a, whatever recession or whatever it is, what's that got to do with the property? Nothing.
0: still good property. It's not changed. Still good property yeah.
1: and still people need to rent. Mm-hmm. That's the key. Okay. You might get a little bit of a knock on your rent, but it's generally not much. If there's, you know if there's a recession you'll tend to rent it about the same price or five or ten percent less that's it still people need to rent so it's recession proof mm-hmm. uh, renting property so the market can go up and down but also you've got inflation so when you're building a new house do the bricks cost more? Does does it cost more to employ an electrician and a plumber to build it? Yes, it does. Yeah. So the land's more expensive because there's a shrinking asset, and the the building. And that's what I read in that book all those mm-hmm. years ago, which was that's why property prices go up because the cost of building them and the materials goes up. And so over time, property is great. It's not a short term win generally, uh, but over time, it's fantastic.
0: In talking about property in terms of sort of um, investment and things, but on a, very, a much simpler level, because not everybody might want to uh, do that. It's quite can be quite a lot of effort, and like you said, you might have bad tenants, the market might go down. There's lots of different pressures. What about um, somebody who just wants to own their own house? Maybe they've rented for a long time, and they they're finding it difficult to save the money um, because they're paying a lot on rent, and it's that's the the habit they've got into. What, what could you do? What would be your advice if somebody wanted to buy a property?
1: Uh, right. OK. So first one is understand the rules of the game. So um, you can read mortgage magazines. You can speak to a mortgage broker. You can ask questions. You can walk into an estate mm-hmm. agent like me and ask questions. And uh, or if you feel a little, little bit uh, more conscious, you can read. So there's a lot of information out there about mortgages and what, what you need to get a mortgage so you understand the rules of the game. That's really important because if you like everything in business or, or property, you need to understand what the rules are and then play those rules. Mm-hmm. And there's, a, there's quite a few rules and I won't go into it, but LTV, you know, people go LTV and yeah. you go, what the hell's that? Well, it's loan to value, which means how much will a mortgage company lend you on that property to the value of it? And generally, it's a between eighty and ninety percent a bank will lend you, or a mortgage company. And why is that? Well, if you default, they won't lend you the hundred percent because if you default, they won't get that in the market. The the classic is seventy, because if they go to reset, if a bank lends you the money and you foreclose and don't pay the mortgage and they have to kick you out, a it's really hard. They don't like doing it because you have to put a family out onto the street or whatever it is. But if they had to put it through an auction house, they will generally get 70% of the of
0: oh, okay. so it kind 70 of or 80% consistent.
1: is what they'll get in a mortgage, ha- uh, an auction house. So they generally don't lend up to the full value. That's why. Um, so understand the rules of the game uh, and then discipline yourself to save the deposit. You just have to, it's hard difficult
0: and it might take time too but if you yeah. if you're going towards it i suppose that will feel better uh, i mean i'm lucky because uh, we've spoke about this for a long time so i started saving whilst i lived at home with you so i had no other cost other than yeah being able to save yeah and I, but also you know
1: rules of the game today are that the government will give you the deposit yeah give or take
0: or help yeah. you yeah yeah some of the rules on that are changing i think i think the the value of what they'll of a house they'll do that for you now is decreasing and things but there, there's always
1: um... and they're the rules i'm talking about what are the rules today that allow you to buy um so i, I would say uh they're will the, understand the rules of the game and discipline to save the money even if you borrow it from friends and family or whatever it is get on that housing ladder so let's just pick up on a couple of property rules that are worth doing so one is called yield and the other one is called capital and they're very different but they're ways of earning money so if you go back to renting a property you get uh initially you might rent it for 500 pound a month at six thousand pounds a year and say it costs a hundred thousand that's six percent yield i do those numbers very quickly um, <laughs> so if it's 500 a month you're renting it for you times it by 12 comes to six thousand 6,000 a year over 100,000 that you bought it for, we're using simple numbers, is a 6% yield. Mm -hmm. And your yield tends to be higher for one, two bed properties. So you can get five or 6% yields on one or two bed properties. And that's called a yield. So in other words, your yield has to be good enough to pay your mortgage Mm -hmm. plus. Yeah. And there's some rules around that.
0: So if you were borrowing on your mortgage, two and a half percent which is roughly what you might be able to get now and you had a six percent yield you know you've got a good buffer there a good gap yeah Yeah.
1: you have and you might go three and six yeah and it's it's not easy to find a six percent return you have to work at it but they are available um and you might have to do a bit of the work yourself you know paint deck, sort the garden or whatever it is Mm -hmm. to make it presentable so somebody wants to rent it but that's a yield the bit that that often is forgotten is the capital growth which we talked about earlier at our example in Yoxall, where it gone from 108 to 300 uh, nearly 400 mm-hmm. you often don't see that so when you're renting a pro- when i was renting uh go back to ipswich i had a yield to cover my mortgage because i did have a mortgage which was fine and in fact it didn't make me much actually because that broke even but over the 10 years i had it, had it doubled in value so i made the capital bit and if you put the two together, your example, you're doing at the moment, when we looked at yours, you're getting about a 15% return Yeah. if you put the capital and the yield together.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is great, because you wouldn't get, if you put that money in the bank, you're not getting anywhere near no.
1: so get a 15%. So you get a yield plus the capital growth. When you add the two together, it comes to 15. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. But you don't see it, because it's growing in the background.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's a, another important part of a property. It's, it's a safe... Strong, good investment, and one that I've always found. And I'm not a DIY guy. I will, I will do the work, and I've done a lot of work over time. But I'm not a skilled tradesman. I'm not anything. I can paint deck, clear rubbish out, and carpets, and move fridges, freezers. But that's about it.
0: Yeah. So, so you don't need the. You'd skills. be at the bottom of the skill level. Yeah, the <laughs> bottom
1: what? of the skill level. But I'll negotiate hard with a, uh, a tradesperson. Because you have to, because you can't keep paying top dollar because you won't make any money. Yes. You've
0: got to balance everything out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think they're the key points. And I think it's part of Pathfinder principles, which is invest, grow your money, don't spend it, don't remortgage and spend it.
0: Be patient.
1: You know, yeah. And, And if you're smart and it's grown well, take the money out, remortgage and do another one. Yeah. That's the message. So you can have more than one. And then, if you're really smart and you've done well, take money out and do another one. I say, I say, you grow.
0: And actually, anybody can do that.
1: You they know, can.
0: it'd be useful if you had a great job with a great income. But if you had a smaller job and a smaller income, you could still do it. On You could still build that up.
1: Absolutely. I, I, you know, you talked about, I talked about my income, which was 7,000, which wasn't a great income. It wasn't a good good salary. And I, had, I managed to get a property with somebody else. And then I bought him out. Mm hmm. Uh, so you can do it on very little uh, very little income. It's not about the income, it's ap- application. And the point I was going to say, I remember sitting in a pub talking to a, a good friend about this and I was really excited. I'm saying, I think I found a way of doing this. And I was really excited about it. And he said, oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to do it as well. And guess what? I did it and he didn't. Mm-hmm. And he still hasn't got another property. He's never done it. And I've built up you know, my stuff and sold it and doing other things. But you're right, anyone can do it. Mm -hmm. The key thing is they don't. And you ask yourself, why? And I go, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. They're not that bothered. They can't be bothered to put in the work. There is times when you've got to work at it, get in there, paint depth. So what? If you're going to create hundreds of thousands of pounds of wealth, you can't do it by just sitting on your backside, waiting for the money to come in. You've got to apply yourself. And I think... I don't know. If somebody wants to do well, it's a very good, safe route.
0: Well, thank you very much. That was uh, another good discussion we had there, this time on property. Um, And as I said at the start, this is the last episode of series one of the Pathfinder podcast. Um, If you haven't listened to any of the other episodes, though, by all means, go back and listen. And um, yeah, remember, always look on pathfinder.me and you can find out way more detail on everything we've been talking about. And you can always email us as well.
1: Yes, bye. Bye-bye.